Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? All right, Celtics fans, we are back to another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido, and the Celtics come out with a huge 111-104 win over the Miami Heat. Uh, it is a beautiful time for all uh, Celtics fans out here. Uh, I have some family down in Miami. Uh, my sister-in-law just had her baby. They live there. Her husband. Miami Heat fan, so these games just mean a little bit more in my household. So absolutely love this big victory here. Uh, gonna follow today's podcast, same as usual. Run through player of the game, run through some of the highs, some of the lows. Uh, and to get things started off here, I want to give player of the game to Jason Tatum. And the only reason that, you know, it went Jason Tatum and not Jalen Brown is strictly foul trouble. The amount of time that Jason Tatum was able to play. Uh, Jason Tatum, total stat line tonight, 29 points, five rebounds, four assists, a steal, two blocks. Uh, but he was super efficient. Got to the line seven of seven times. Uh, and this was another game that he was just super aggressive. We talked about it last podcast, game one against Philly. Uh Really, his entire demeanor changed. The way he was playing changed. He still, again, took seven three-pointers tonight. But out of 22 shots, it's a pretty good number. Three balls still not really falling from him. Two of seven tonight in that department. Uh, But if you look at the rest of his game, he is super efficient. Super efficient uh, getting to the rim. And this is exactly the Jason Tatum that we've been calling for. It's the exact Jason Tatum that we've all been like clamoring, chomping at the bit to see. And this is the Jason Tatum that we're finally getting to see. And you absolutely love to see it as Celtics fans, because when he is super aggressive, getting to the rim, getting to the free throw line, these seven times, it is really hard to shut Jason Tatum down. Uh, And he had a couple moments today where he challenged Bam at the rim. And I know all of us Celtics fans out there remember when Bam Adebayo blocked Jason Tatum in the playoffs. That shot everyone down. Took all Celtics fans down a notch. And it scared. It scared people, right? Jason Tatum is having none of it. He is bodying people now. And it's just, it's a fun brand of basketball. I don't like, I'm not a huge fan of the step back threes. I've said it a million times. I don't like that part of his game. Is he good at it? Absolutely. But he is a significantly better basketball player when he is driving to the rim. Uh, So he did that a lot tonight. Jalen Brown was another guy that was super efficient. Uh, Got in some foul trouble. Didn't really play much of the, the last five minutes there. End of the night, 28 points. Four rebounds, three assists, which he had at halftime, actually. Uh, Two steals, two blocks, uh, and just a super efficient 12 of 18 from the field. Two of three from three, two of two from the free throw line. So when you talk about a guy that is going out there and absolutely giving it his all, I want to say he shot 56, 57% game one against Philly. 12 of 18 is 66%. So you want to talk about a guy averaging over 30 points 
right? Because 35 and then 28, right? Over 30 points he's averaging. And he's shooting around 60%. This is like unheard of numbers, right? So Jalen Brown continues to just be super impressive. Uh, this preseason, he looked great. He played. He was one of the only starters that played in game three because he wanted to keep his rhythm. Uh, the rhythm has been kept because he is going out and showing up at every point in the game. And it is beautiful to see. Uh, we did see some other solid performances tonight. Uh, it wasn't just the two Jays. I think we saw a really solid outing again from Grant Williams. I thought he was probably the next most impressive. Uh, and it's, I'm going to continue to say it. It's frustrating that we didn't sign him to a contract extension. I don't think it's, I don't think it's a surprise. I said this last podcast too. I don't, I'm not surprised that he didn't. I think he, he knows his value across the league. Uh, and it's probably going to be in that 15 million range. I don't think Brad wanted to do that right away. He wants to see what's out there. Uh, but Grant Williams, 10 points, seven rebounds, two assists, four of six from the field, two of four from three. Loving the corner office again. The guy continues to be super impressive. He was five of five in game one against Philly, uh, four of six tonight, obviously not averaging 30 points a game like Jalen Brown, uh, but he's putting up good numbers. Like this is what you want from Grant Williams. Like he's your specialist. He's going to go in and be a three and D guy. Like there were a couple plays tonight where, you know, he's matched up against Kyle Lowry. That's a tough matchup. Kyle Lowry is quick despite being kind of a short little chunky dude. Uh, Cause honestly he kind of is that at this point, like he's put on some weight, but he's still quick. He's getting to the rim. He's doing what he needs to do. Uh, and Grant Williams is staying in front of him. So for a guy that is not twice his size, obviously, uh, but significantly bigger than Kyle Lowry, he's doing a great job of staying in front of him. To go from a Kyle Lowry to a Bam play after play and match up well with both of them, very few people can do it. Marcus Smart, another guy that can do it. Uh, but again, he was also the defensive player of the year. So it makes sense that he can do it. Grant Williams is doing a great job defensively of staying in front of guys. Uh, the other guy, honestly, I think that stepped up a, a ton tonight was Noah Vonley. Little less minutes today than he got against Philly, but still played 15 minutes. And I thought he was very aggressive uh, on the boards, but he was also very aggressive just in general. Defensively, he looked better. You know, I said this after last podcast, he looked kind of out of it. He looked lost at points. And I said it about Blake Griffin too uh, in, in the game against Philly. He looked lost at times. Uh, tonight, he didn't look as lost. I thought within the defensive scheme, he played pretty well. Uh, end of the night, four points, five rebounds, three of which were offensive. So this guy is just battling at all points. Uh, and you absolutely love to see it. You know, Marcus Smart, solid game. You know, four of nine, I think he took a, there were definitely a good amount of shots that I was not impressed with. Uh, he was 0 of 4 from three. There was one, I was watching the game with my brother today too. And there was a point where, you know, we're up by six points late in the game. Marcus Smart takes a three with 20 seconds left on the shot clock. 
don't really need to do that. Seems like kind of a wasted possession. Uh, especially again, that early in the shot clock, you're not taking any time off. What are we doing? Right. But for, you know, the overall game, Marcus Smart was solid. Al Horford was solid. I think Al Horford probably played a little too many minutes. Uh, again, our last game was Tuesday, so he had two days rest. And I, I mentioned that in the last podcast. It's nice uh, to have a, a long rest, especially with, you know, the Celtics having a back-to-back. I'm not sure if we're going to see a lot of Al Horford tomorrow night. Uh, I wouldn't really expect much of it. Uh, we might see a lot of Onlay. We'll see some Blake Griffin. I wouldn't be surprised if Luke Cornett gets a showing here. We'll see what Joe Mazzullo does with Al Horford. Uh, again, Celtics play tomorrow night. So your guess is as good as mine on that. I would not be shocked if Missoula decided to sit Al on the second night of the back-to-back and just give Noah Vonley, you know, Grant, honestly just go small uh, a little bit more. Magic, not a super big team. So it's a, it's a team that you can get away with going small on. Uh, so that's a, it's an opportunity, you know, another guy that I was super impressed with tonight was Derek white. And this is obviously it's not the same performance that we saw through most of the preseason. I thought Derek white was phenomenal during the preseason. Obviously didn't put up a ton of numbers on the stat sheet in game one against Philly, but overall played a really solid game. Derek white tonight had some spurts of just pure brilliance offensively and defensively. I thought defensively he was fantastic the entire game, but he ended the night 10 points, seven rebounds and assists on two of four from three, four of four from the free throw line. So it was aggressive getting to the, to the rim. And overall, like his shot looks better. We saw it in the preseason. We saw the threes falling at a higher clip. It continued tonight. Love to see that from him because this is going to be his opportunity to get more minutes. We obviously saw a, lo- a good amount of Malcolm Brogdon. I think Joe Mazzulla has done a good job of, you know, giving both of those guys minutes. And it's unfortunate we don't get to see a lot of Pritchard, but honestly, I think that's kind of for the best. As good as Pritchard is shooting, we we know what he is defensively. And I said it a bunch last year. If you're new to the podcast, you'll probably hear it more this year too, uh, as long as he actually gets playing time. Peyton Pritchard is not a great defender, but for his size, he's a solid defender. Like he still stays in front of guys. He still looks solid. Uh, so it's not it's not a great showing by any means. I would rather have a Derek White or a Malcolm Brogdon out there. It's the way it is. And that's the way that Joe Missoula seems to be playing. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon, while he really struggled from the field, and we'll talk about that in the second half, had a pretty solid game overall. You know, again, he was two of nine from the field. So again, really struggled shooting, but was moving the ball well, was fighting, clawing for rebounds, had three offensive rebounds. So it was giving the Celtics extra opportunities uh, which is super important, right? So overall, I thought he played pretty well too. You know, this is a this is a game where there's really not a ton of negatives to take from it. 
Uh, Sam Hauser even stepped in, you know, got 13 minutes, so played a decent amount, uh, more than, you know, I would have expected from Sam Hauser, but came in two of three from three, six points. Took a charge, played solid, right? Really all you can ask for. Uh, so overall, this is a, it's a fun game. We didn't take a ton of threes today, which I like, but we shot it well. 42%, 14 of 33 from three. Uh, so you like to see that. 15 of 15 from the free throw line. Love that as well. How many times do we complain about, you know, turnovers and missed free throws last playoffs? A lot, right? Uh, this year, we haven't seen a bunch of it, which is great. This game wasn't perfect. Uh, there were a lot of really, really good mo- uh, moments throughout this game. There was a time midway through the third, the Celtics found themselves down 71-69. 71-69 midway through the third. Celtics went on a massive run and ended up finishing that third quarter 89 to 77. So we went on a what's the math there? 18 to 18 to 8 run to finish the third quarter. So the Celtics again had lapses. They let the Heat go on a 9-0 run at one point, but they just fought back. They battled back. Jalen Brown got in foul trouble. They had to take him out. We ran a lineup without him for like five minutes in the fourth quarter, and the Celtics persevered. They continued to come through. And this goes back to Derek White. It goes back to Malcolm Brogdon. Stat sheet, especially for Malcolm Brogdon, it's not there, right? Malcolm Brogdon did not have a light-out game, a lights-out game, but he's fighting for extra possessions. He's moving the ball. And he's making the right plays. And then you've got guys like Jason Tatum that step up, right? So this is a a really good brand of basketball this Celtics team is playing. I do want to talk about some of the negatives. I'll keep that section short. But before we dive into the negatives, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms is your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilizes the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back, so tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% 
with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, and place a stepped up same game parlay today. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Whether it's betting on the Celtics versus Warriors, that NBA Finals rematch, DraftKings is your place to go. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TBPN, make any $5 bet this week, and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms, your only source for the highest quality. All right, so let's talk about some negatives here. Before I dive into that, I want to start by saying the negatives are really me and this whole stream. Uh, I'm going to be honest, this is my second time doing the live stream. I had an entire video that I made with my ads. It had some still pictures of the sponsors. And I clicked on the music and not the video. So you store, you stared at a blank screen the entire time for that. So I apologize. Working out the kinks here. It's all new. Uh, but let's get back to the game here. I promise I'll start. I'll get better as we progress with this. Uh, but as far as the Celtics are concerned, like I said, not a ton of negatives to take. I think the Celtics battled through most of this game. Uh, however, the assist numbers weren't quite there, and we still had a pretty high turnover game. So you look at the turnovers, Jason Tatum, two, Horford, three, Marcus Smart, five, Derek White, one, Jalen Brown, three, Vonley, two, Grogdon, two, Grant, one. Sam Hauser was the only person that played that did not turn the ball over. Now, he didn't touch the ball very often, so it's kind of hard to turn the ball over when you're doing that. But this is this entire team kind of struggled today, turning the ball over. Jalen Brown, I'm kind of surprised that he only had three because I feel like there were a, a couple of plays where, you know, he kind of pulled a rabbit out of a hat. Like, he looked lost at times and pulled it together and ended up finishing an incredible basket. So you got to give credit where credit is due like Jalen Brown worked through a lot of potential turnovers uh but overall he looked good right Marcus Smart struggled hard turning the ball over however there were also a couple moments of pure brilliance like that one of my probably my favorite play of the entire game Marcus Smart drives into the lane Jason Tatum backdoor cut Marcus Smart jumps, bounce pass right to Jason Tatum. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful, right? So these are the types of plays that this team is capable of doing. But I feel like they they sort of get lost at times trying to execute. Uh, and that's a it's a struggle that we saw last year. I think they have certainly looked more mature and under control this year but they're still working out some kinks, right? It's not perfect. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon, I mean, it's hard to talk about negatives and not talk about his shooting. Two of nine, one of three from three. It's not It's not great, right? Like, obviously, we know what Malcolm Brogdon's capable of. He showed it in the preseason. We've seen it, you know, in years past. We saw it, you know, last game against Philly. 
Like we know Malcolm Brogdon is a better than a is better than a two two for nine type guy. Uh, but this is the game that we got today. The the one thing that I'm like super impressed with this team though is the fact that we can have these types of performances against good teams and still put together a win, right? Like 19 turnovers and having a guy like Malcolm Brogdon really be ice cold from, you know, the field is impressive. Like it's impressive to come out of that with a seven point win. Like we've now faced Philly. We've now faced Miami. If you go back and look at the, you know, NBA projections, those are two of the top five teams in the Eastern Conference, which is stacked, by the way, right? Like you're looking, it's Celtics, Bucks, Philly is probably up at that third tier, third, you know, right around there. And then you've got Miami, you've got Brooklyn, like there are a lot of really, really strong teams. Brooklyn's kind of a dumpster fire. At least I'm praying that that continues to be the case. But right now they look horrible and I love to see it. Uh, But like those are two strong competitors that the Celtics are facing and we're making the best of it. And I absolutely love to see it. Uh, But with that being said, I don't know. I, I can't talk too much more about the negatives here. Like sure. Turnovers. Don't like them. Right. Malcolm Brogdon shootings going to turn around Marcus smart typically more under control uh so these are all things that can be fixed or aren't going to be normal right um so that's it right overall this is a really solid game celtics two and oh jalen brown jason tatum both averaging over 30 points a game jalen brown shooting like 60 percent from the field grant williams shooting 60 something percent from the field more than that like 70 percent from the field so this team is in mid-season form at game two and we also don't have rob williams right this is that's a solid solid scenario for the celtics uh a lot of people myself included thought that the celtics were going to start fairly slow and i think it would have been justifiable you know the whole ime adoka scandal Gallinari going down, Time Lord getting hurt, uh, missing the first couple months. Like everything went the opposite way that you would have wanted if you're the Celtics. But they turned it around. And I can't even say turned it around because they just started hot. Uh, so there wasn't really a, a bad turn. It's just a, a weird offseason. And the Celtics battled through it and started this season off fantastic uh so that's we're gonna wrap things up this is a great great win for this team uh if you haven't done so already guys i'm starting the whole live stream like i said at the beginning of this segment working out the kinks still trying to learn this i tried to do it the final preseason game episode 200 didn't work out didn't have wi-fi wasn't working right last podcast against philly I thought I was playing the abs and instead you got two minutes of radio air silence, nothing there today. Thought I was playing a video with still pictures during the advertisements, no video. So maybe next game 
I put all of the all of the pieces together and you get a great stream. The people that are on the podcast have no idea what I'm talking about because the podcasts have continued to come out normal because I edit those after the fact. Uh, but make sure to follow me on uh, on Twitter at NBA Celtics guy. I'm streaming them on Twitter. Uh, follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. I'm streaming the podcast there. Follow me on YouTube, uh, Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. That's the channel. Subscribe, all of the things. Just watch it. Uh, promise, it's going to get better. And the people that are on the podcast, five-star written review. I appreciate all of you. Have a great night, Celtics fans. We will talk soon. Yeah. You couldn't help it, I know you felt it Green and white, white and green Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics?